Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning into Green Room on Air with your host, moi, Ray Renati, or in Latin, Ramundus Renatus. I learned that in Jesuit high school. Latin. No, not really. That's not my name. My name's Ray Renati, and today I am recording in the luxurious sound studio called my kitchen table. I used to have a studio here in the house, but... Uh, One child moved back home. I'm glad he's here, though. But now I'm a roving recorder. You know, in case this is your first uh, listen to Green Room on Air, let me tell you a little bit about what we do here. We talk about the world of entertainment. And we often uh, talk to local prominent actors, directors, producers, performers of all kind. Local, when I say local, I mean the San Francisco Bay Area, because that's where I am located, but I don't leave it at that. I've spoken with people from the TV show Stranger Things, other prominent artists from New York City, Los Angeles, Hollywood, France. This is a worldwide television show, well, radio show, soon to be television as soon as I get it up on uh, the YouTube. Right now, we're just a podcast. You want to know a little bit about me? I am an actor and director and have been here in the San Francisco Bay Area for, oh my gosh, many, many decades. And uh, this is episode 94 of Green Room on Air, recorded today, August 13th, 2019. I had a chat with a young lady named Kate Heyman. Now, Kate Heyman is making... I believe what is her professional debut at the SF Playhouse, San Francisco Playhouse, near Union Square in San Francisco, as Sally Bowles in the amazing musical Cabaret. And they do a fantastic job with this show. It's the best production of Cabaret I've ever seen. I've been in it twice. I've seen it many times. Of course, Liza Minnelli uh, put it on the map when she played Sally Bowles in the film. And I will tell you right now, Kate Heyman is the thing. She's amazing. And she goes to uh, Carnegie Mellon right now. Uh, She's going to be a senior this fall. And then watch out, New York City. Watch out, New York City. You're going to have the Kate Heyman tsunami hitting you soon because this girl has, has it all. She has the chops. She has the singing chops. She has the, the dancing chops. And she has the acting chops. And she looks good up on stage. And boy, oh boy, I have a feeling that uh, you're going to hear more. You're going to hear more about Kate Heyman in the future. So today we talk uh, about her background in entertainment, her current stint as Sally Bowles in Cabaret, what she hopes to do in the future, and uh, a bunch of other fun stuff. Okay, without any further ado, I bring you uh, Kate Heyman. Has the show changed much since you first started? Yeah, you know, my mom my mom saw the second preview and then she left town and saw it last night, two nights ago yeah. for her second time. And her not being really a theater person at all said that she didn't notice a whole lot of differences besides it was just cleaner and the transitions were quick, quicker and 
I mean, as an actress, I feel like it's changed a lot because the longer we sit with the parts and the longer we do the scenes, the more you discover and like the more little details and things you find about the scenes and the characters. Yeah. Um, So it feels different for me, but to my mother who knows nothing about theater, (laughs) she (laughs) thought it was quicker. She said, oh, that's a quick show. I see. (laughs) Well, I thought your I thought everything was like really uh well done right from the beginning. I wouldn't have known that you just opened or yeah, it it was clean, which was great. Thank you. you. How did you rehearse for like 3 or 4 weeks or how long did you get to rehearse? I feel like it might have been like 5 weeks. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. It was a pretty good chunk of time, yeah. It that's wasn't good. like a quick 3 week. I'm glad they don't do that. Together. Yeah, It was nice. I mean, it definitely made it, you know, by the time we opened, everyone in the cast was like, oh, my gosh. We You're ready. <laughs> You're ready. You're ready for the audience. Right, right. You've been selling out, I'm sure. I don't Close. actually know. No? Yeah, we've it's hard as hell. Great, yeah, we've had great houses, really responsive, really reactive houses, but I don't actually know the numbers because yeah. I can't really see. <laughs> <laughs> They've definitely been supportive and loud, which has been awesome. It's pretty hard not to respond to that show because it's really, yeah, I mean, the way you guys are doing it, it it really evokes a lot of emotion. I mean, that's a great thing, the way you're doing it. It's like everybody's out there. Like When you're out in the audience, it's so amazing. Everybody is responding in some way or another, even if it's sort of a private gasp or whatever, you know? Right. Totally. It's pretty cool. I was just wondering to ask you a little bit about like your singing background. Like who who have you studied with or I mean your voice is so really fun to listen to. I love and you can do so many things with it. Have you have you been studying voice for a long time? Yeah. Um I've been singing since I was 5. Ah, that explains it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one's never really studying seriously when they're 5. So I probably I started taking real voice lessons when I was in eighth grade. So seventh, eighth grade, so when I was 12 or 13. And then I've kind of been studying with the same woman, Suzanne Darley. She's based in Mill Valley since I went to college. And then in college, I've been studying with Claudia Banak, who's my voice teacher at CMU. But I've been doing that for a while and they've kind of taught me everything I know (laughs) which is great well they've done a great job Um, Carnegie Mellon University you're you're getting your uh, fine arts bachelor's degree in acting what's it called in drama so drama and then there's the acting majors. We have the, virtually the same curriculum, and the musical theater majors are just required to take some dance classes and singing classes, whereas the acting majors can opt into them and audition into them. Um, and that's like the biggest difference. So we all graduate with the same degree in drama, um, mm. and that's what I'll be getting next year. Ah, you're, you, you cut out for a second. So you're musical theater, you said. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so your senior year... And then the big time. Where, where do you see yourself in five years? I hope to be in New York, and I hope to be working in New York. <laughs> not, you know, as an actress. <laughs> not as not a just as a waitress. Right. I hope to be Uber driver. In New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, yeah, I mean, it's pretty inspiring. There's a lot of kids from CMU who 
graduate and like who I've been to school with who moved to either New York or LA or whatever. And now I see them in TV shows or, you know, on Broadway. And it's pretty cool seeing people I know and are friends with doing that. And so it, it feels, it feels so far away, but at the same time, it feels really within reach, which is really exciting. Well, I think it is. I could definitely see you on Broadway. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of TV and film shooting in New York now too. Yeah. yeah, even more than in LA, I think. Yeah, there's a. I think there's a Netflix um, studio in New York. Ah, so that's why. Let's just casting out of it. Which rumor? I don't know if that's true or not. But well, they're <laughs> shooting a lot out of New York. I know that, and I know yeah. I know Netflix does for sure. Yeah. Like a lot of their original programming. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of that's the hub that I want to end up in. Yeah. Because I, I love live theater and my heart will always be in live theater, but I'm definitely not closed off to film or TV. So well, it's, it's kind of the perfect place. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, I mean, if you get a, if you get a few TV episodes a year or whatever, you make some money or if you get your own series, <laughs> you have a much better living, I think, than uh, working stage all the time. Right. Unless you become a big star. <laughs> it seems like you guys uh, have quite an ensemble going on there. People really working together really well. That's what my feeling was when I watched the, sh the show. Seems like, I uh, think so. The cast is amazing. I mean, I came into this knowing Atticus, who's playing Cliff, mm -hmm. and knowing... Uh, um, one of the Kit Kat boys, Zach Eisen, who plays Bobby. And other than that, I knew no one in the cast. And they've been nothing but extremely supportive and welcoming and amazing yeah. and such a pleasure to work with. They're they're pretty awesome. And yeah. we, I mean, we sure as heck spend a lot of time together. So That's for sure. What are you guys doing, seven or eight shows a week? Eight shows a week. Eight shows a week. Big time. Oh, yeah. Just like the big, big time. time. I know. How do you like that? It's pretty exhausting, especially this past week when everyone was dying with the plague. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's great to see. This is my first time doing it. And it's pretty fun to, like, test my stamina and be like, hey, is this really what I want to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a little taste of like what's to come, hopefully. And I'm learning how, you know, different ways to take care of myself and kind of like the routine I have to put into play to make sure I don't get sick all the time. And it's, it's pretty, it's definitely an educational experience, yeah. if nothing else. Could you imagine doing that for a couple years? I could. Right now, the hardest part about it is that all of my friends who are back from school are working regular jobs, so I don't see them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. They go to work right when they get off of it. So that's the hardest part. But we find some time. It's just not often. But I could definitely see myself doing it. It's just hard. It's just hard. If you had a really long run, it would, you'd get so so much into your body, it wouldn't be as exhausting after a while. Hopefully, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. What's your favorite part of the, of the show? To do? Yeah. For, in general? for you. For you. To do. Mm -hmm. do I you do really like 
cabaret. I love singing cabaret. Yes, I'd like to talk about that. So this is actually the second time we're recording this because I screwed up the first time. So <laughs> I already kind of know the answer to this. <laughs> but I, can you explain how you you do that? Because it's really, it's really unique, and I loved it. Um, how I do the song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Susie. Um, She's Susie, a director. The, yeah, the yeah. director came in and had this this idea of really breaking down the song of cabaret and kind of putting it into multiple parts and you know starting it and then restarting it and changing up the tempos and you know we worked it together and we worked through it together and kind of found this 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 medium plot like this medium space mm-hmm. of doing a false beginning which kind of got the effect that she wanted but was a little you know, we, we just tested the waters and it was kind of where, where we landed. Yeah. Um, and so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Cause I think at that point she, she and her both agreed that Sally was a little, uh, broken down and she didn't want Kate, me, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, to, to play it too clean. So she yeah. wanted to add a little bit on top of it to make it very clear that Sally is just a hot mess. Yeah. So we do that false start and then we, we do the song. <laughs> so, 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 like from the audience standpoint, uh, I mean, usually you go to cabaret and Sally just comes out and starts singing the song, you know. Right. But you, so you're on the, if I remember right, you're uh, uh, the top level there, on that mm-hmm. multi level, and you start and it doesn't work out. You start the song again, but you're kind of like, what went through my mind is, is she on drugs? Is she drunk? Like, what the hell? Like, she's she's not right, you know. Is this right? Am I explaining this yeah. right? <laughs> so you start this song. You start this song, and it's like, oh shit, she is having. A- I, I mean, I knew it wasn't the actress. I knew it was the character. Like, Sally is <laughs> messed up, right? And then you start getting into it. You start getting into it. Then you up there on the stairs. It's almost like she she has to do her job and sing the song, but she has all this shit going on underneath, you know that she's trying to deal with at the same time. And that, but then you kind of break out and push through and you come down and you're just raw, this raw emotion coming out when you're at the mic. Uh, that's just been building up that you've been trying to push down and then you just don't give a shit anymore. And you do it. It was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, I've seen it so many times. Like that's the way that should be done. That's how I feel. Thanks. Really fun to do. We yeah. spent a lot of time kind of, solidifying the arc of the song we landed in a really beautiful place and i feel like it keeps you know changing every night depending on where i am that day there's little things that are different every night that maybe aren't detectable to the audience but are definitely like oh that's oh that's different for me tonight interesting so so like when you have those little things that's what like kind of keeps it alive for you and growing Yeah, yeah definitely it's yeah. just staying present and kind of like taking what you know wherever you're at that day and yeah. working with it and be, it becomes part of sally's personality yeah, yeah. It seems like cabarets kind of they must have let the rights out or something because uh, over at city lights theater in san jose they're doing it as well i think they're doing the older version like yeah i think they are too there was actually a article in the ij the marin ij the other day not comparing not not a review, but just the two productions and like why they might be happening now. And I, I think the answer is pretty obvious. I think cabaret is for a lot of people feels like a 
really repetitive, <laughs> really relevant story, <laughs> you know, that is important to be shown right now. Because of our political situation and, and what's going on on the border and, and that and all that? I think so. Yeah. 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 And just yeah. kind of the group mentality of it all and the fear that comes along with it and why people switch sides and will suddenly turn their back on their best friend. It's it's really fascinating. It's really fascinating. But I think a lot of people are finding it really relatable right now. It's everywhere. I mean, I, I've done it. This is my third production this year, which I know you know. But, yeah, you're, this you know. is the third time you've done Cabaret this year? Yes. Yeah. But the first time you've played Sally Bowles. I, yeah. I'm, I can't see you anybody else but Sally Bowles, but... Of Thank course, you. yeah. When you did it the other times, was this, was it the same uh, modern? The, the I guess this is the latest version of Cabaret. Yeah, yeah. it was the '68 revival. I yeah, think, I think the other ones in '66. <laughs> yeah, and then there was another one in between in the '80s that I did once. Yeah. And then okay. there was yeah, and then there was the '66, the original. I think that's what they're doing over there. And then there's one with Cl where Cliff has a song or two as well. I don't know. No one I ever. I think that's the old one. Yeah. Oh, okay. No one ever does that, but maybe they are. Poor Cliff. And it's such a shame because Atticus, our Cliff, has such a beautiful voice. I know the little bit that he sang. I was like, oh, too bad he can't sing Cliff songs. Such yeah. a bummer. You guys are running through September, right? Yeah, yeah, we we run through September 14th. Atticus and I are both studying abroad, so we're leaving September 8th. Oh, really? Where are you going? I'm going to Wales, and he's going to Russia. Wales. What, what's yeah. happening in Wales? Uh, you know, I wanted to go to Australia um, originally because I'm Australian, and I wanted to go back and kind of find my group of theater folk there. Um, and then I got this job, and the hemispheres are switched over there, so I would have totally not been able to do this because it started two weeks ago so uh, <laughs> so i wanted to i kind of broke it down like why i wanted to go abroad and i figured i just wanted to you know explore a different place and meet different people so somewhere like the uk where it's really easy to hop on a train and get anywhere else <laughs> sounded like a really great idea <laughs> so are you going to where are you so going to school like, I'm going to the Royal Welsh Academy of Music and Drama. Oh, neat. It's in Cardiff. Wow. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. I bet they I'm have really, a great program. Really excited. Yeah. It, I've, I've heard really great things, so I can't wait. There's some amazing schools in the UK. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just incredible. But, yeah, the political climate right now, um, especially Act 2 of Cabaret with – all the suppression of, of the Jews and Nazi Germany. And you can't help but compare what we're, we're doing at the border in the way that, uh, you know, we're, our, our White House person is <laughs> pretending right. like it's something else. It's scary. Yeah, it's spooky. Yeah. Not, not great. But, you know, it brings out good art. So That's for sure. Tragedy yeah. always does, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's maybe that's why Russia has such. You said uh, Atticus is going to Russia. They have a lot of great art over there. Oh yeah, and they have had their share of tragedy. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any um, brothers and sisters? I do. I have two older brothers. 
Um, what do they do? Not, neither of which do no. anything related to Aww. theater. <laughs> one, yeah. um, one does wine marketing. He's in the yeah. wine business. Yeah. And the other one right now is harvesting grapes for vineyards, but he uh, he's kind of just recently graduated and he's just traveling around doing that. So he hasn't, he doesn't have a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> He's just young and having fun. Were your, were your parents uh, in the arts at all? No, they're both agricultural scientists. So it's just so, you. The wine family yeah. and me. <laughs> well, wine can bring out wine can bring out your creative side. <laughs> <laughs> were you born in Australia? I was. Yeah, I was born in Adelaide. And you must have come over here young then. Adelaide. Yeah, I came over when I was three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why there's no accents. Yep. That's Adelaide, bad. how cool. Yeah. Someone who saw the show came up to me the other day and and asked me if I was Australian and they they said, "Oh, you know, we heard it." And I was like, well, "I don't I don't have an accent." And they were like, "Oh yeah, you do." And I was like, "No, I don't think I do." Maybe they read it. <laughs> I maybe I don't know. I sure don't hear it. I don't hear it either. <laughs> I you know, I heard that um if you come to the United States, like, uh, younger than, like, 12 or 13, even if you have an accent, you are you lose it. But if you're, like, 14, 15, you don't ever lose it. Yeah. Like, yeah. both of my parents have their accents because they moved here as, an, as adults. Me and both of my brothers don't. All right. So, the show runs through uh, September what? 14th. No extensions, probably. That's probably a hard cutoff, right? That, that that's with extensions. Oh, that's with extensions. Until August thirty first, and then they extended it two weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go see it again because uh, yay! And uh, anybody out there who's listening to this, do yourself a favor and go see Kate Heyman playing Sally Bowles at SF Playhouse in San Francisco, California, which is right near uh, Union Square. Easy to find, right? Just go to SF Playhouse. Just look, Google at SF Playhouse. Get tickets. Go. <laughs> I'm telling. Thanks so much for listening to Green Room on Air with me, your host, Ray Renati, as you know. You know, if you like this show and you, you want to know more about what we do, Check out the website at raysgreenroom.com. That's R-A-Y-S greenroom.com. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps to get more listeners. And if you can, please tell your friends about this podcast. Link it to social media. Or if you have a podcast or a blog of your own, you know, mention it there. And if you know anyone who, who would like, who'd you like me to interview or have any ideas for topics, or if you want to get in touch with me uh, in any way about the show or ask a question or leave a comment, please send an email to greenroomonair at gmail.com. That's greenroomonair at gmail.com. Or call. I have a phone number. We at Green Room On Air have a phone number. We, we as in I, 650-318. One six four two six five zero three one eight one six four two. Our music today was recorded by Carly Ozard. You can find uh, everything you want to know about Carly at carlyozard.com. That's 
C-A-R-L-Y-O-Z-A-R-D.com. And I'm leaving some information in the notes about how to get tickets for Cabaret at SF Playhouse. So if you're interested in going, please be sure to check there. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Ray Renati, and I will see you where? On the boards. Good night, everybody. When you're weird.